Hello beautiful souls and welcome back for another episode of Journey Back to the Heart. And today I will talk about one of my favorite subjects, something that I've always been fascinated about and that is the dream world and lucid dreaming. And so I imagine this is something we all can relate to as everyone dreams even if you cannot recall the dream. We dream every single night. And during these dreams we go into these unknown worlds that I find so fascinating. And so let's dive in. And I'll start with defining these terms and then share some personal experience and what worked for me. And then we'll go down the rabbit hole. So the dream world, right? Well, the dream world is this liminal realm that in many cultures has been associated with the underworld and also the afterlife where concepts like time and space cause and effect and so forth do not apply now in psychology in Jungian terms uh, dreams are part of the collective unconscious and it's where we interact with the world beyond form and we do that through archetypes and symbols that means it can also unlock portions of the mind that we might not use otherwise because of the influence of the ego. So the dreamscape is really a reflection of our own inner landscape. It is a subjective realm created by our subconscious. Now, lucid dreaming. Um, Well, lucid dreaming is a dream where we are aware that we are dreaming and we begin to have certain degrees of control in it. Um, and there are few different ways in which uh, different cultures around the world tap into this dream world and uh, dream practices. And let's let's have a look at some of them. So, in the shamanic rituals, um, dream time reality is used for soul retrieval and resolving karma through these deep journeys. And it is also preparation for the afterlife. So the shamans are able to receive teachings from the ancestors and other spiritual beings that exist um, in this non-ordinary reality. Now, also there is the practice of dream yoga in the Tibetan Buddhist tradition. And this is a practice in which one is able to consciously navigate a dream world and... For them, it also serves a, as a preparation for death, for for when the spirit is in the in-between, the so-called bardo of becoming. And now, the difference here between the so-called dream yoga and lucid dreaming is that instead of simply having an experience that happens in the lucid dream, in dream yoga, you actually train your mind through meditation. And this practice uh, actually starts during the day with a preparation by being consciously aware of the thoughts and how you respond to them and then some minutes before um, sleep to meditate with a clear intent on the practice during uh, this experience. And it's also important to let go of any thoughts that are left over from the day to relax the mind, the body, to breathe out all the discomfort or the excitement and return to a place of neutrality. Also, this practice before sleep 
enables one to bring more conscious awareness during the dream state and then this allows the yogis that practice this to dissolve the world of the dream around them and to meditate in a state of pure peace and stillness considering you know that on on average we sleep around a third of our life i find it quite important and fascinated to take advantage of this this time as well for our own expansion now personally for me and a lot of people that uh, know me know that i'm very fascinated and connected with the mineral realm and for me personally this space this latent space is where i interact and communicate with the um, the spirit of my crystal allies it is where i can directly interact with them and receive guidance that manifests through these archetypal waters now in the last year or so i've been i've been practicing a lot journeying with different crystal allies in my dream i can say it is one of my most consistent practices i like inviting their teachings and their consciousness in and what is what i noticed here and what worked for me is the importance of the intent that i approach this with so this conscious connection coupled with having a clear intent is what opened the door to the deepest journeys and personally i went through different phases and worked with different crystals that sang to me at the moment and nowadays i do have my um my close ones that i have developed a very deep relationship with and so if you feel called to working with crystals i think dream time is a perfect way to connect with them and start building a relationship and so i encourage you to keep one by your bedside or under the pillow if it's small enough and then consciously connect with it every night before going to sleep you know whispering your intention to it and then surrendering and let it go and letting yourself flow um, as you fall asleep so as i mentioned you can try different ones and see which uh, resonates with you more you can have different ones and work with them depending on the day or the intent yeah personally i find this very fascinating and i always love experimenting and also to mention that crystals can improve the quality of your sleep and bring more vividness to dream uh to the dreams and help you recall them um with more details in the morning also another thing is that there is scientific research that confirms you know the body response to to dream interactions and so i find that this raises the question of the possibility of physical healing during the dreaming experiences uh personally i see this as uh, similar to when we manage to exert change at the energetic level uh, of the subtle body and then the physical body reacts accordingly uh, seen in those spontaneous remissions or healings um there are practices like theta healing and hypnosis that uh, tap into the slower brain states to reprogram the mind but i feel like when we are in these uh so-called hypnagogic states that we can not only reprogram the mind but we can also deal with the fears that we have as 
as you can imagine it's so much easier to face the fears in a dream world where you have more um, power to alter the the world around you now let's talk about lucid dreaming for a bit so as i mentioned before lucid dreaming is a dream where you are aware that you are dreaming and now contrary to common uh, belief not all lucid dreams are visuals and it depends on your own primary sensory input and how you communicate with uh, the ethereal realm Uh, me personally um, i'm more of a feeling person so i see things in a different sense and not necessarily visual during my journeys but it is very interesting it's a very interesting experience when you first become aware in a dream realize that you can actually create whatever experience you desire we experience this this dream reality via our light body which as i mentioned at the beginning is not bound by any of the material laws of time and space reality so with this in mind you can imagine there is no limit to what we are able to experience in in a lucid dreaming personally i started having intense lucid dreams last year when i was living in spain in a conscious co-living community so that was 2022 and those dreams were full-on spectacles very vivid and detailed and oftentimes containing messages of what i needed to work on next during my healing sessions Sometimes I was also feeling like I was traveling to different versions of me in the timeline or in alternate dimensions. It did happen and I do have moments that I feel like the line between the dream state and the wake state is blurred and that I'm wondering if I'm in a dream or not or if there's any difference at all. Like when I dream, I do not question the validity of the dream. Everything is real. As real as I feel right now doing this podcast. And deep within me, I do feel like there is no difference between these states of consciousness when it comes to our power of manifesting the reality around us. This is what the state of non-duality is. The, the seamless transition between these states of consciousness I feel like there's infinite potential that we can access when we can consciously understand that it is our mind that's the architect behind both of these realities and in fact they are one and the same. And I think meditation helps a lot to realize this illusory nature of the physical form. When Meditating, try to shift your focus from the material world to the empty space in which everything happens, the field of infinite possibilities. This is a space that we can create from. So when you focus on the space, on this unknown void full of potential, I feel that enhances your visions and your dreams will become more lucid as well too. Our dreams themselves contain hidden messages. Dreams are often seen as channels, like I mentioned before, um, through which we did not only our unconscious speaks to us, but also our ancestors or other spirits and higher consciousness. There's also this practice back in the ancient times where um, 
People were sleeping in the temples with the intent of receiving prophetic dreams from the gods. And how dreams talk to us, it is mostly in archetypal nature, in myths, in symbols. And here we can make an argument between either interpreting the dreams or just living the fantasy of it and staying with the dream itself as it is, without trying to give it any meaning. And there are arguments pro and con on both sides and I think it comes down to your own intuition and how you feel personally about it. There is a nice uh, quote from Nietzsche saying that, well, life is not a problem to be solved, but a mystery to be lived. I guess this supports the later argument of just living the experience as it is. But I'll just leave this as up to anyone's preference. If you are inclined to interpret dreams, then personally I find tarot as an interesting way to open a dialogue between these two worlds, to be able to to stand in both simultaneously and engage the dream consciousness in the work in the waking state. Also dreams can be seen as memories. Memories from different realities, from different vibrations of ourselves so when we are in the dream we are superimposed onto another version of us in the sense we can consider dreaming as time travel or dimension travel if you will this could explain the phenomena of deja vu where we could say we are experiencing a circumstance that has already been observed or experienced by another version of ourselves in their own dreaming state. So, yeah, this is pretty fascinating and mind-bending, but now let's go even deeper down the rabbit hole. If we consider the theory that when we dream, we tap into the collective consciousness, in that sense, the archetypal nature of our dream leaves at the collective level, right? So this to me sounds fascinating because if we superimpose this with the current technological advancements of AI image generation that works by perfecting a model based on each individual input, well, then that means when we create our dream world, we build on top of the collective total of all human experiences in that world yeah that's that's pretty crazy (laughs) Um, but it is worth pointing out and it is something that I like to contemplate upon and it's interesting thinking a, a bit into the future and bear with me here so with this technology that's rapidly evolving of AI image generation and also uh, video generation as well I feel we are getting closer and closer to lucid dreaming in the waking state via well real time photorealistic world generation yeah imagine walking and experiencing whatever reality you desire with just a thought And this starts asking the question of what is real? 
do we define reality to what we can perceive with our senses? So yeah, I'll leave these two questions for you to contemplate in your own time. And now, before we wrap up this episode, let's talk about some practical steps if you want to enhance your dream state. So, it is important as a first step to learn to build a sort of bridge between these two worlds, right? So with practice, we can bring conscious awareness to the dream and also recall memories and insights from the dream in our awake state. Now, I personally recommend journaling the dream as soon as you wake up in the morning. Um, This process over a period of time will strengthen the connection between these two states of consciousness. I have phases with this. I have months when I journal the dream every single day and I find that it, it greatly enhances what I'm able to recall, all the details... But sometimes, yeah, I do get carried away. So, yeah, see how it resonates with you. And for the other way around, to cultivate awareness in the dream, it's a good practice to to meditate with a clear intent. For, I don't know, give it at least 5-10 minutes before going to sleep. And... Also very, very important to try to reduce any sensory and information input. And that means no phone or movies or any um, any of these sensory input with some time before going to sleep. And also to have a, an intent. So this intent that you meditate with, this is what helps to give a direction to the experience. Now to trigger the the lucid dreaming state Um, one practice that I've done and I recommend is waking up after 6-7 hours of sleep you can put a timer and then using binaural beats and some body relaxation methods like yoga nidra or any other type of relaxation method that um that resonates with you that um, helps to put the body back to sleep while keeping the mind awake it is also practical I find to to have this intent and sort of this affirmation to let the body fall asleep but keep the mind awake also since during the dream phase we are not physically in our bodies anymore I feel it's a good practice during the day to um, do any sort of grounding practices as it helps to differentiate further between these states and so I want to end this by mentioning that it is not a question of what is real and what is not but to realize that both the Waking life and the dream are an illusion. And what is important to realize is that our mind is creating both of these realities. And there are indeed opportunities to learn and to explore. The point being to cultivate greater awareness in both of these realities that can empower us to break free from programmed and habitual reaction and instead make conscious choices and start to create the reality that we desire in both of these worlds so dreams 
do offer the greatest potential for spiritual growth. And with that in mind, we wrap this beautiful episode that I was very excited to talk about uh, on dreaming and lucid dreaming. And I hope you found it insightful. I hope uh, it stirred in you the curiosity to further explore these states of consciousness. And I'm um, eager to hear your experiences. If you have something to share, uh, don't hesitate to contact me. Again, thank you so much and I'm sending you much love and see you in the next episode. Thank you.